3: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Talking to Jeff, my heart was coming out of my chest. It was a...
0: Long day for you today. You've yeah. been working pretty hard today. You had an interview this morning, a mm-hmm. couple of podcasts this afternoon. Ben and I spoke, you know, prior to this podcast as to, you know, how you would feel at the end of a day like that. I mean, how are, how are you feeling? How are you um, feeling today? Okay,
2: yeah. It's a good speaking day. So I'm doing okay. It's not tiredness, it's the voice, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, I can get three or four hours, Kip and be fine the next day. And I can get nine, 10 hours kip. Sorry, I've never had nine, (laughs) 10 hours kip. But I I can get (laughs) a good seven hours and be awful. You know, can't talk. The words don't come out right. Uh, It's really slow.
4: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile
0: can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact?
2: And so it's soul-destroying, yeah. Mm.
0: So what? just to give everybody an idea as well of a sort of perspective from life before it and, I guess, life Mm. now, what would a typical day have felt like three or so years ago versus to now?
2: Uh, I never bothered about anything. Ben will tell you. I never did any research (laughs) or anything. I would just go to anything and then just spiel everything out I, the unfortunate gift of being able to think on my feet mm. and now that's gone so I'm struggling you know
4: Could the change happen overnight or was it a gradual uh, thing? Not really
2: no it, uh, it happened just before the first lockdown uh, probably three or four months before that I sensed something wasn't quite right. Mm. And then uh, in lockdown, me and Ben did a a, a promo. Yeah, pilot for a quiz show. Yeah, pilot. And there were certain words I couldn't say. And I laughed it off knowing uh, that he would laugh as Mm. well. Did you you pick up on that? Yeah, well, we were talking about it and there was
1: one particular word that Cammy was really struggling with. So we tried to get him a few times and said, mate, have you been drinking or something like that? Mm -hmm. And then in the end, we changed it and we just joked about it. And I didn't think anything of it, Georgie, because it was still, you know, we're still chatting. It's not the first time that Cammy struggled to say something when we've been working (laughs) together. And it's just, it's just who he is. But you knew that it was more than just a stumble Mm -hmm. over a word.
2: Yeah. yeah. I kept trying to say it Mm. and knew I couldn't say it. My brain wouldn't uh, be able to, you know, go through it. Um, So it started from then, but I kept it to myself. I was working for Sky and Jeff was texting me saying, are you okay? And yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But no one else at the company was saying anything at all. So I was think limping from one week mm. to the next and hoping that it's okay. My anxiety <clears throat> went absolutely through the roof. You know, People will say, I'm a show off. I suppose I am in a way, but being put in front of a camera has never ever been a problem. Talking to Jeff, my heart was coming out of my chest. It was like, oh, uh, Jeff's coming, Carly's telling me, 10 seconds, uh, Jeff's coming, and I was thinking, oh, God, can I put myself through this every week, you know?
0: So what was the moment where you thought, I've got to come clean about this to uh, everyone?
2: Ben. Uh, ben Shepard. I'm afraid he's <laughs> responsible. You will look at yourself
1: and saying, I can't do what I used to be able to do the way I want to be able to do it. What I'm saying is even doing what you're doing now is more than enough it's still really important and it's still something that people are drawn to and want to enjoy the performance that you deliver now albeit the sort of performance that you're not happy with is delighting and surprising and, and um, thrilling people.
0: Ben, you mentioned it there, and you've alluded to it before. You've talked about this thing of sort of almost having this sort of imposter syndrome mm. thing mm. of not feeling good enough. Where on earth does that come from? You've been on telly now for uh, as long as I can remember. We worked together on telly, you know, a long, long, long time ago.
1: Before you were on telly, George
0: <laughs> but, exactly. Before you knew what very, the rule was. That was like ten years ago or something like that. Mm, wasn't it? If only it was ten yeah, years ago. Sadly, not. Um, but. You know, you, you know, you've held positions in, in a live TV environment, which I think we can all say is probably yeah. the testiest of all of them yeah. for a very long time. So why on earth would you feel that you didn't belong there? I think
1: that it's the innate sense that I have to constantly want to improve, to constantly question. I never, ever want to get complacent. I feel like complacency is the death of ambition. And I've always feel like I need to stay pushing myself So I'd constantly question whether what I'd done was good enough. Uh, Could it have been better? Are we going down the right route? Where am I missing something? What else could I be doing? Um, And that's what drives me really. That's why I would would question whether I'm doing the right thing because I hate the idea of sort of turning up and just assuming all of this is where I should be because I feel like that won't bring out the best in me. And I think the... What I love doing, what I love being able to do is bring out the best in other people. Yeah. So a friend of mine said to Annie a while ago, didn't know Annie particularly well, I so said, what's Ben good at for some reason? And she said, he's good at three things. <clears throat> he's good at he's good at television, he's good at delegating, and he's good at putting out the bins. They, <laughs> they were the three things. But the, the middle one is, I think, one of the things that I think is, is really pertinent because actually... What I'm aware of is what I do well, what I can do well, and there are things that I'm really rubbish at. Mm. So I'm going to make sure that the people that do are doing those within the world I'm working are people that are going to help me do what yeah. I do better. And you'll know that, Ben, in the teams that you and the, and the, and the yachts and the sailing that you've done, you want there are things that you're brilliant at, but you're not going to be as good as the person who has to do that job. So you want the best person doing that That's, job because they mm. will help you do your job better. Absolutely. and I think Annie has seen me do that she'll go right we've got to do this this and this and this okay I'll do that and I'll immediately go right I'm gonna get someone to do that who I know is really good at that I'll go, and she gets really nice can't you do it and I said well there's no point me doing it because I will absolutely cock it up but if I ask somebody else to do it oh
0: that's a good pass that's but if I ask somebody pass. else to do it
1: everyone's going to be happy if I mm. do it
4: no one's going to be happy
0: right what do you think you're not good at
4: <laughs> me god too many things so, I mean, I, I mean, I. You are I,
0: also good at putting out the bins. That's true. Well,
4: yeah. well no, I'm not actually because I. For- oh no, you're I forgot. not. You've forgotten Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So not that good at that either. Um, but hey ho. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I think that's absolutely right. talk you know, Ben, you're talking about sort of feeling. Well, I think if you're if you're preparing for something, whether it's doing a show or in my a race in my world you still need to feel those sort of butterflies a little bit don't you, you feel a, a a level of anxiousness that you know you know that you've got to really perform yeah. and try and always improve i think the moment you think get complacent like you say and you think everything's fine that's that you, you're probably on the backward step
1: i've done a job in the past and i i can remember it to this day and it was quite an exciting job um and it was it wasn't on television but it was a it was i was hosting a premiere for a big film in the west end and i can remember just turning up because that's all they told me to do. It was no preparation needed; just turning up, hosting this thing. And then I had to do the Royal Lineup, and my voiceover was being piped into the auditorium so the people watching could watch it. But this Royal Lineup went on and on and on and on, and I didn't have enough information about the people that were being spoken yes. to. I didn't know it's who they awesome, were, I didn't yeah. know what was going on, and I was having to commentate on this. And I remember walking away from that job thinking, "I will never let myself mm. get into that mm. position again." I would imagine that it probably wasn't half as bad as I thought it was. But in my head, it was awful, and that's, you know, it's a bit like Cammy now, you know, in mm. terms of how he perceives what's happening and how we see it. But the reality is you just don't want to find yourself in that situation. So I'll always try and make sure that I'm pre- as prepared as I can be and surrounded by people that I trust and that I know if I'm struggling a little bit, I can lean on them to pick up the ball, <laughs>
4: particularly if you're live. And when you, you know, talk about people you work with and so on, I mean, in the sports um, context... I mean, our team, we have a very firm no dickhead policy. We refer to it. Probably, might have to bleep that out. But you know, that that sort of balance between people that are really super talented but can't work within a team, and as you finding the people that you can work with and work off. Mm. How, do, how do you, as you go through these different uh, opportunities and work work colleagues, how do you how do you balance that?
2: For me, it's easy. I lean on Ben, you know? (laughs) Ben manages it. Yeah, so... Another thing you're good at. Yeah, working with him at Sky and then Ninja Warrior. And now with the podcast, I know the safest pair of vans in the world can think on his feet, uh, never gets caught out, uh, never flustered, never gets angry the nicest man in the world, I have to say, uh, always got uh, the right answer. Always tells me, well, we're doing goals on Sunday. You can't say that. You mustn't do that. You, The other political correctness gone mad. But, and I just say, ah, oh, it's all right. I can say, it. yeah, not while I'm on the show with you. you can't. What mm-hmm. I want
0: from each of you is a performance tip that somebody can apply in their regular everyday lives to just performing that little bit better.
1: I something that drives me when I'm doing live television. The thing I'm scared of is not knowing where I'm going.
2: Mm.
1: I'm sure that's probably quite important to sailing as well. But I... Or particularly when you're live, and I always say to this all the time, it's Cammy all the time when we're live. Because if everything goes wrong, as long as I know where we're going, I can throw to that. And I think that's something that I, as a principle, that I put in a lot mm. of sort of of my way going forward is just understand where you're going, what is the point of what you're doing, and what you're trying to achieve. And if you can see that end goal, then you can plot the route to it
2: to make sure you get there. Cammy, what about you? Well, I would say. When I left the comfort world of football to be a presenter, I learned how to edit my pieces. So I would go to a football club. Uh, You can imagine these days. I'd go to Bolton, who were in the Premier League. I went everywhere. Nottingham Forest when uh, Big Ron was the manager. All these clubs on a Thursday... When training's important, and I play five a side with these players. And I thought, do people really respect that I've moved into telly? So, what I'm going to do is edit my pieces. Little did I know the first time I did it, a three minute piece would take about five hours, (laughs) you know, but I stuck at it until. Ian Condren, the producer, said, look, we'll edit your pieces back in sky from now on. So I knew I'd been accepted then. So my advice to everyone is if you do a new career, learn everything from the bottom up.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?